the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. If someone were to ask you today, what season is it? You might say football season, or winter, or post-Christmas, or if you go to Target, without a doubt, you would say Valentine's Day season. But in the church, as our children learn with their very awesome seasons of the church circle calendars with 52 weeks on the year, all color coordinated, they would be able to tell you that we are firmly planted in the season of Epiphany. It's the liturgical season that follows Christmas, and it's a season with its specific characteristics, just like the Super Bowl at the end of football season, or cold in winter or heat in the summer, or my favorite, like gloom in June. But Epiphany, Epiphany is specifically about God revealing God's self to us now, and God revealing God's self to us now that God is born in Jesus, in the Christ. I like to think of Epiphany as the time of God's big reveal, right? We all watch those shows, and at the end there's the big reveal, and that's what this season is about. Here's Jesus. Here's what Jesus is going to do. Epiphany leaves us to grapple with God's grace, and how does it break into our lives, and what is the revelation of Jesus when Jesus is present here on earth. And especially for us, not just what is going on with Jesus, but Epiphany is the time for us as Christians to wrestle with what are we going to do with God's revelation to us. As Reverend Stephen pointed out last week, we've covered a lot of territory in the past few weeks of revealing who God is. At Jesus' birth, we have Emmanuel, God is with us. At Jesus' baptism, we have Jesus as God's beloved At Jesus' first miracle today, we see God's grace, abundance, and joy. And next week preview, we get Jesus reading the scroll of Isaiah in the temple, revealing Jesus' purpose. Epiphany is a season of revealing, of discovery, of looking anew at who Jesus is, and how Jesus guides our lives. So what does our gospel reading today, the only one from the Gospel of John during this Epiphany season, what does our reading today reveal in Jesus' first miracle, the turning of water into wine? And unlike Many of the other miracles that we will see through the Gospels, their healings and multiplying of fishes and loaves and calming the sea in the middle of the storm, this miracle is a, is a bit more subdued. It almost takes place in the background. There are just a few people who know what has happened. There's no fanfare 
There's no crowd astonishment. There's no one proclaiming who Jesus is other than Jesus saying that I am here. We witness Jesus' mother urging him on, almost pushing him to begin his ministry. And you know that in the Gospel of John, we don't see Jesus' mother again until he is being crucified. But she is present, present for his first act of showing that Jesus is both fully human and fully God. And in our gospel today, we also see a surprised wine steward who compliments the bridegroom for saving the best for last. Unheard of. Unheard of generosity. Unheard of excess. Unheard of abundance. Jesus' first miracle quietly reveals to us that Jesus brings a message that with God, There is enough. There's a retired rector at another parish in our diocese who used to say, don't worry, don't worry, we have enough money. We have enough. Now we just have to get it out of your pockets and into the plates. (laughs) But he wasn't wrong. With us together as community, we have enough. Enough to spread God's love. And you see, in the miracle of the wedding at Cana, Jesus reveals his glory, who he is, why he is here. And in doing so, the disciples believe. And those last two points are almost a footnote to the miracle itself. But Jesus in this miracle reveals that he has come to change the world as we know it. With Jesus' love, with Jesus' mercy, with Jesus' glory, we all have more than enough. Now I will say, I don't know about you, but I'd say that revealing God's glory in our own lives two years into a pandemic, just might seem like a lot. We're tired. We're worn out. Volunteerism is at an all-time low. And all of us, we're tired of pandemic changes. We're tired of masks and then other masks and then other other masks. We're tired of changing plans every time we decide it's safe to make a plan. We're tired of news that continually disappoints us. We're tired of political, community, and family divisions. And the truth is, we, we are exhausted, every one of us. Because at this point, we are all survivors of global and local trauma. We are. And trauma can make embracing revelation seem really difficult. And yet, in this season of epiphany, we learn again and again that Jesus gives us enough. Jesus 
will not give up on us. So even in our exhaustion, in our frustration, in our disappointments, Jesus cannot be stopped from revealing steadfastness. He can't be stopped from revealing joy. He can't be stopped from revealing God's gift of abundance, especially in this season of epiphany. We see in the gospel today that even when we run out with Jesus, we can find reserves to get us through. This may sound facile or easy or something that we expect to happen with a snap of the fingers. But I'm here to tell you that finding where Jesus is revealing God's self takes attention. It takes prayer. It takes community. If we turn to the witness of Martin Luther King, I think if I were him, I often would have felt like the civil rights movement might almost be futile knowing that God was calling you into a truth. But the challenge of getting people, laws, governments, our hearts to change. There was constant disappointment, frustration, and exhaustion in the cause. Yet with faith, with prayer, with discernment, the leaders of the civil rights movement did not give up. They found that with God, there was enough. They found that with God, there was an abundance so that they could continue to declare that we are all created equal. Martin Luther King believed so greatly In Jesus' witness, in Jesus' abundance, his faith was so steadfast that in the face of despair after despair and disappointment after disappointment, he never lost hope. He continued to march forward in faith. And perhaps that's exactly what Jesus is revealing to us this epiphany in 2022. With God, through our faith, we all have hope. In our 1 Corinthians reading today, the Apostle Paul speaks to each of us in our unique gifts. Martin Luther King used his gifts to reveal God's call for justice. He used his gifts to sustain God's hope for us. And so during Epiphany, we look at how we can best use our gifts, not just as individuals, but as a community. How can we use our gifts to reveal and sustain God's hope? God's hope for justice. God's hope for mercy, God's hope for equality, God's hope 
for healing from the trauma we have endured. Our vestry will be leaning into this very question of how we can reveal God's hope in this coming year. And I hope you will all attend our annual meeting online, but still show up to hear more about where we, as the community of St. Cross, can be bearer of God's hope, not just to one another, but to our wider community. Today, today, just today, for this moment, as we are firmly planted in the season of Epiphany, our season of God revealing God's self to us. Hold fast to your faith. Hold fast to the knowledge that just as Jesus transformed water into wine, Jesus came to transform us to transform us where we are broken, to transform us where we are empty, to transform us where the darkness is creeping into our lives. Hold fast to the message that there is hope in God's working together through us. For together we help one another bear this hope together in prayer together in worship together in service we share god's love and god's hope to those around us worshiping together reminding what binds us into god's holy people gives us a sign of god's hope Praying together for our needs and our thanksgiving binds us together in God's hope. And holding up one another, extending the hand to one another when we think we have nothing left to give, that binds us together in God's hope. So today, today in the season of Epiphany, we are without a doubt called into a season of hope. And how is it that you will use your gifts to share with one another? Amen.